Hey everyone, I'm Josh. And I'm Anna. And this is the Jesus and Next Gens podcast. Join us each week as we talk about faith, the Bible, culture, and family. We hope these conversations challenge and encourage you to intentionally pursue Jesus in your life and your family. Hey everyone, uh, thanks for joining us. So this week, we're going to talk about love, seeing that Valentine's Day is coming up. And we thought it would be appropriate to talk about not only how our society views love, but how God views love. A really helpful tool is something called the love languages. So there are five love languages that are listed out. There's a book about it or a few books about it. um, And there's some resources that we're going to link in the show notes. But the basic concept is that everybody perceives love primarily through these five different ways. So it's through quality time, through physical affection, through acts of service, through gifts, or through words of affirmation. All of us receive love or feel loved in some combination of those ways, but usually for most people, there's one or two ways that you feel loved the most. So for example, for me, quality time means the most to me. So when somebody spends a lot of time with me, that means a lot. But maybe if they were to do something for me, like make my bed or... um, you know, just another active service, that might not mean as much to me. But somebody who's doing that might think that they're loving me and I'm not perceiving it as love because that's not my primary love language. So as we are thinking through how can we love our families well, how can we love our kids well, our spouses, um, or even just really close friends, this can be so helpful to know how people perceive love. So maybe as we're going towards Valentine's Day and thinking about love a little bit more, uh, this can be a challenge for you to, to think through How do the people in your life perceive love? If you would like to know your own love language, or if you want to try to figure out the love languages of those that are closest to you, you can use the links in our show notes to get to the free quiz to figure out what are your primary love languages. There's also some books about this. They um, have even written books specifically about knowing the love language of your kids. And so that can be really helpful as you're trying to love your children um, and love them in a way that they really feel loved by you. And although we reference... Uh, kids and married couples, often with the love language, um, it's for everyone. You know, this quiz is not just for married couples, not just for kids. Um, it is for everyone. And it is super helpful mm-hmm. to know your love language as early as possible. Because um, I didn't realize that I was a words of affirmation person until I was in my 20s. Mm-hmm. And it changes how I love my friends and family in such a drastic way because like personality tests, um, this love language really has just opened my eyes to see, oh, they primarily uh, receive love through gifts or this person likes to be affirmed with words. Um, Mm -hmm. And it has made a huge difference in my relationship with them by how I love them. Yeah, I first took these the quiz and started looking at the resources when I was in college, and my college roommate and I decided to figure out each other's love languages that we could love each other well. And we ended up living together for four years because we just had such a good friendship. Um, but it comes from that taking the time to get to know each other well. And so we really challenge you guys this this Valentine's Day, or even if you're listening to this at a different time of the year, if you've never looked into this before, maybe just check it out today. And see if there's something new that you can learn about yourself or about the people that you're closest to so that we can all love one another a little bit better. And speaking of getting to love one another better, one really cool thing about Jesus is that he doesn't just love the people that are closest to him. And he doesn't just love the people that love him. 
Jesus loved his enemies and he tells us to do the same and to love our neighbors, to love all the people that are placed in our lives. Obviously, there's a depth of relationship with our closest family and friends. That's a little different than maybe a neighbor down the street or someone you run into in the grocery store. We can still love these people, but it might look really different. So as we're looking into ways to love the people that God has placed in our lives, we want to challenge you guys to think of some creative ways that you can get outside of the small bubble of the people that you interact with the most and find ways to love the people that you come into contact with on the fringes. Whether that's people that live in your apartment building or live on your street. Maybe it's students that go to school with your kids. Maybe it's parents that you know from a sports team or coworkers from your job that you maybe just don't know super well. Are there ways that we can be loving these people that we might not otherwise think to love? Even looking at the life of Jesus, we see that he was loving all people in all types of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and so no matter who we come across, there is a way that we can love them. Whether that's giving them food, um, providing a free meal, maybe that's giving them a little encouragement after a tough day of work. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a hug after someone um, has just gone through a loss and is struggling. Mm-hmm. There are tons of ways that we can love people. In the world that we live in right now, honestly, even just smiling at somebody and asking how they're doing can speak volumes because it's so easy for us to just look away when we're walking past someone or not really acknowledge the people that we interact with on a daily basis. Or maybe for the people that you live near or that you interact with a little bit more frequently, do something a little creative. Maybe write them a, a letter about the things that you appreciate them and sign it from a secret encourager or something that just points out the things that you appreciate about them as a person, even if you don't know them super well. So our challenge for you is to love all people in some way. And if you can think of a really creative way to love your neighbors or a coworker or someone else in your life, we would love to hear your examples of how you're loving the people in your circles. So feel free to leave us an email or tag us at our social media accounts, um, or even just leave a comment on this podcast telling us the ways that you're loving the people that God has placed in your life. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out the show notes for links to the resources mentioned during the episode. We love your support and feedback, so please subscribe, rate and review, and share this podcast with friends and family. We really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, and we really want to answer more of your questions. So if there's any questions that you still have about the Bible or about anything else, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at jesusandnextgens at outlook.com. See you next time.